Welcome, treasure hunters, to Lost and Found, the richest show on the internet. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Olivia. And we'll be your guides on this quest to riches and adventure. So let's get hunting. So, Eldorado. You probably heard of it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So actually, it turns out there's two myths to what? this. Yeah, there's two. To the golden one, a.k.a. El Dorado in Spanish. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a European one and the South American one. So the European... Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of a European one. Yeah. Well, let's see which one you've probably assumed about this fun El Dorado. The one you probably know is it, it came around during Christopher Columbus's time. Because, you know, Europeans come to America and they like taking stuff. It's fun. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I don't take stuff. Tears. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> but... You know, at this time, Europeans had an undying love for adventure and gold, so they kind of came up with the idea of El Dorado, which was a city of gold. They had the idea that the city of gold was waiting for a treasure hunter, like you, to find <laughs> it. But there's only, like, one problem with that. It's not true at all. Oh, man. What? We're starting out the first one with something we can't even find? Wait. But wait. There's more. No, so it turns out historians and archaeologists have been piecing together the real story of El Dorado, which is actually closer to the South American version of this treasure. El Dorado is not a lost city of gold, sadly, uh-huh. but really more Golden of a leader. Retrievers. Golden <laughs> I wish. It's dogs. It's dogs. No, more of a man with gold powder on him for whatever reason. Oh. So Eldorado was a leader of this tribe in the Andes Mountain. And, you know, and he used to cover himself in gold dust for a ceremony he decided to put on. Um, mm. Which, during the ceremony, he would just chuck gold and precious jewels into Lake Guadavita. Oh my gosh. Wait, the lake? Yeah. I thought it was the people, and I was like, friendly. But yeah. it's uh, yeah, the no, lake. gold into this lake. Okay, congratulations, <laughs> fishies. <laughs> Let's swim with those fish. I love sinking gold. Oh, how many fish died from eating the gold? Oh my gosh, you're right. I'm so sad now. Well, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this podcast would be so depressing. Got really sad really fast. So, uh, research is unclear whether or not he did the ceremony one time after he came to power or if he did it frequently. I personally assume it's frequently because he did it to appease the lake's underwater god. Also, who doesn't want to cover themselves in gold dust and throw gold into the lake? True. Every weekend for sure. <laughs> Every other weekend. That's what we're doing later today. Get to hear <laughs> behind the scenes. Cover or react. Oh boy. Um, oh, welcome to Lost and Found, people. <laughs> Glad you came. <laughs> Anywho, there's been lots of treasure hunts to this lake. The first one was with the Spaniards, obviously, back in the 1500s. They decided to drain the water using gourds, which... Oh! How? That's... Does that even difficult? work? Oh, like, like coconuts? I'm pretty sure. Pumpkins? Like, <laughs> what? That would take a while. They lowered, like, the amount of the water in the lake... A little bit, but it was enough to get a good deal of gold that What happened was there. when it rained? Did they have to just redo it? <laughs> I don't know. Lost all progress? Probably. Uh. Yeah. Um, then another try was in 1911 when a company decided 
that they were going to drain the lake, but they ended up killing a butt ton of their workers. <laughs> but they did drain all of the lake, so... That's going to be a trend in these treasures. I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it now. Yeah. The only problem after they drained the lake is all of the stuff at the bottom was hardened, so they couldn't Ooh. get through the thing to get the gold. The gold that was for sure down was there. Probably, yeah, probably. You know how much gold he threw down there to <laughs> appease the underwater god? So, like, currently, nowadays, um, the Colombian government, uh, which is where it's located, bans all swimming in the lake. <laughs> which, and it's kind of sad, or maybe it's good, because people don't really go there for treasure hunting anymore. Yeah. This is, this reminds me of, like, a time in my childhood <laughs> where we'd go to the pool and, like, once a year they would just throw coins to the bottom of the pool and you had to swim down and get all the coins and it'd be, like, 12 cents, but you'd feel so rich. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's how we'd feel if we get it. There's only one disclaimer to this treasure. In, like, 2002, someone said that there was a lonely ranger with a shotgun and he was the only guardian of El Dorado. So I don't know if he's still there. How romantic. <laughs> My own theory personally for this is to find it, you're going to have to kill lots of people and drain the lake, but it won't work. So maybe if we threw gold to appease oh the Oh my gosh, the god would just give it to us. Maybe he wants it. Was he? What do gods use gold for? They're, they're a god. You're they're right. I mean, human sacrifice makes a lot more sense. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so there's this man named Jim Griffith, and he's a folklorist in Arizona, and he claims his theory is that the position of El Dorado, as in the Gold City, even though that's not real, but he thinks it keeps changing, and now it's just somewhere in the Americas. Ah, uh, yes, the migratory pattern of golden retrievers. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Which, thinking about it, if it was like a golden retriever, there's two Americas, north and south. Where is this gold? Where's the city? <laughs> and then there's another guy who thinks El Dorado is actually just because of our imagination. Just because our we want it to be real. <laughs> I want it to be real. I want a city of gold. Me too, but that's not real. All we have are, like, the paved streets of heaven. <laughs> And like, <laughs> that's not enough. Who cares when we're in heaven? We don't need gold. <laughs> it's just currency when you're in heaven. <laughs> what the heck? Do you think we could find this treasure? Yeah. Yeah? No. <laughs> we'd have to drain the whole lake. Again. Okay, wait. Hear me out, okay? <laughs> we're going to have to get a few people involved. But crazy straws. <laughs> yeah. We just drink the lake. <laughs> you know how dirty it probably is? Yeah, but you know, crazy straws, they all twisty. Yeah. How could you get disease from that? You're it's too fun. I think you're onto something. <laughs> it's too fun to get disease. You're 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 so right. Maybe okay. if we throw gold down there, we'll get more gold? Or maybe human sacrifice. Because the these human people, sacrifice would work. Yeah. Because that company killed a bunch of... Oh, wait, no. Human sacrifice backfired. Hold on. You're right. It didn't work. It didn't work. So, wait. So, they've drained the lake before and didn't find anything because everything at the bottom of the lake was hardened? Yes. Like, they drained it 
And then I guess they're suspecting is when it was wet, it like seeped through like the mud at the bottom. And then when they drained it, it all hardened. So it's like underneath this layer. Okay, but why didn't they dig? Because it's 1911. They don't have tools, apparently. (laughs) Though we've been through the Bronze Age, but whatever. Whatever, 1911. Wait, what's in the Industrial Revolution? How did they not do that? What the heck? Maybe it's a lie. No, can't be. <laughs> okay, so our plan is to drain the lake with crazy straws, but we're going to bring at least a pickaxe or something. <laughs> or a jackhammer. <laughs> jackhammer would be helpful. Yeah. You know, tools. Yeah. We Let's, we're going to be a little more prepared than people who went on an entire expedition to find this treasure That's and so didn't true. dig. They're obviously weak. They are. <laughs> Speaking of things to take on this expedition. Oh, you're right. I have a tip. <laughs> yes, insert air horns here. Yeah, we should have a musical interlude. But really, the musical interlude is saying each episode how we should have one. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Here are five things that every treasure hunter needs to have in their backpack. Oh, I'm excited. I knew you would be because... What size backpack should we have? I will figure that out. Um, at the end. Big. Okay, number one, you have to have a flashlight because you never know if you're going to have to go into a cave or something, or if mm. searching, you know, might take long into the night. Also, um, it can keep off Bigfoot. Oh right, does Bigfoot not like he flashlights? Yeah, he has epilepsy, and the oh. strobe function will keep him at bay. That's mean. So. I know. But, so we should bring some Kit Kats. Like, be like, get away. Because his favorite food is Kit Kats, as we all know. Of course. So we just throw it at him and then be like, hey, there you go. Get away. <laughs> yeah. And, well, maybe inside the Kit Kats could be epilepsy medicine. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> maybe the Kit Kats are epilepsy. But I mean, that's why he likes Kit Kats. You're right. <laughs> Show turns into a Bigfoot conspiracy. <laughs> James, our podcast <laughs> idea. Yeah, the best flashlights are waterproof. Because <laughs> then you can use them in any kind of romantic weather. Number two. <laughs> First aid kit. Like, Obviously. a good one. True. Because you got to get through minor injuries, stings, bites, poison ivy, allergic reactions, the wounds inflicted upon you by other treasure hunters. Safety first. Will a first aid kit help if you get your arm chopped off by a fellow treasure hunter? Um, you could use the bandages as a tourniquet. <laughs> okay. Turn that first aid kit around. Hey! That was really Ba-dun. bad. Cut it out. <laughs> okay, number three. Some kind of blade. My favorite choice would be the machete because it's kind of traditional. Like, if you think about treasure hunters, they always have some kind of machete and it it really does look cool. Uh, It's good for chopping through thick foliage Mm, and you can easily use it as a weapon to fight against unsavories trying to get the treasure first or Bigfoot if the strobe light doesn't work. (laughs) Number four. (laughs) Plenty of rations and water. I mean, we're obviously all experts here, but some people, not us, might get lost. So staying alive is pretty important to treasure hunting, so you're going to want to have food and water. So like Lay's chips or like... 
Um, Slim Jims? Or, or like, or do it like a whole st- lobster <laughs> meal with, a, with a waiter? Um, well, dehydrated food is really gross, so uh, I would bring maybe like a thermos of noodles. Mmm, noodles. Yeah, plus... Like Mr. Noodle? I was saying like ramen because we already have that. We're college students. That's true. Guys, just take your rent, your just, supply of ramen. If you're not, it's go, 12 find, cents. go find a college student. They could hit you up. Okay, but dealers. think about it. Like The only people who really need to find these hidden treasures are college students. True. Okay, number five. Maybe don't bring an entire set of clothes because that could get pretty heavy. Yeah. But definitely have socks because they're most likely to get unbearably wet. So keep them in a Ziploc bag. Plus, you can put rocks inside and have another weapon. <laughs> Sacco. We, my house, we have this game called Sacco where you put a sock inside of a sock and you put it at the bottom and it would be like a ball and you just Quick whip job. it at each other and you get bruises. So oh if you did that, gosh. it would be Sacco Ultimate Edition. <laughs> ultimate Sacco? <laughs> hope your socks don't break, but it would be very effective. <laughs> Oh, you remember how I said this is five things to have? I actually meant six. (laughs) A collapsible shovel, for obvious reasons. Like, we need to dig under the lake like the (laughs) idiots from 1911 didn't. Uh, Collapsible, because even if you can use it as a walking Mm -hmm. stick, you really don't want to carry that around the whole time. Or have it get stuck in branches or whatever. Mm -hmm. So... Just keep it collapsed, keep it in the backpack, and you're good to go. Wait, is that how the Pokemon guy gets his bike in there? It's just collapsible? <laughs> I hope so. I don't need experience po- Pokemon. What? I wasn't allowed to as a child, and then it just never happened. That's so sad. It oh. is sad, because now I watch anime, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I missed out on a lot. Yeah. Just but still not Pokemon, because not Pokemon. it's not on Netflix. Yeah, not the good Pokemon. I still haven't watched the Pokemon first movie, which, like, makes everyone cry, apparently. Aw, tears. I love tears. Oh, God. I love to be sad. So after we get to the bottom of the lake, we'll just cry. and then <laughs> Refill we'll, the lake. Then they will never know we were there. Oh, my gosh. Columbia. We're Jasmine and Olivia reminding you that the real treasure is the friends you make along the way. Closing theme rises.